guys, it's Mike Fine from NewMusicSaturday.com here to tell you all about this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast where we talk to Glass XS, uh, whose name we've been pronouncing wrong for months as it turns out, uh, and she is amazing. You get taken into this wonderful fantasy fairy tale sub-reality uh, within her music, which is brilliant. Uh, we talk all about her double album, which is recorded half in English and half in Turkish. It's absolutely superb. Uh, we love it and we love her we think she's brilliant and we play the random question generator game which I haven't done for a little while but it's always nice to do with someone new on the podcast um, so that was great fun and then we go into a real mix of part one uh, kind of heaviness and then we have a massive drop off and go into some pretty chilled out tunes towards the end and it flows really really nicely it was difficult uh, Dr Bones you know, had a various multiple versions of the, the playlist this week but the one he settled on was well worth it it sounds absolutely brilliant and it includes an absolutely stunning cover at the end as well um, which I love uh, because I'm a massive fan of the original artist and I think this is um, more than does it justice so uh, absolutely excellent uh, I hope you enjoy part one if you like the podcast and you want to support us and look amazing at the same time um, if you go to newmusicsaturday.com and scroll down a little bit there are some t-shirts and things that you can buy um, and what we will do with that small bit of money that we make out of those because it is print to order so it is only really about two pounds or something um, we will put that into some advertising to help reach a wider audience with the podcast because our mission for this year is to go as far and as wide as possible uh, and help all of the independent artists that we play on the show reach bigger audiences so if you want to be involved in that which let's be honest is a pretty cool thing to be involved in uh, then do pop along and get yourself something that will make you look amazing at the same time uh, if you're not into wearing stuff that's fine you can also buy us a coffee on the website which we'll put into the same pot uh, but even if you don't want to do that and you just want to listen I guess I'll just let you listen that's absolutely fine it's your choice uh, enjoy the show part two's on the way as well cheers guys And we are live. Welcome to New Music Saturday hashtag NMLS uh, with myself, Dr. Bones, the Doctor Many Things, but not a medical doctor, and of course, my co-host and best mates, and sometimes actually Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? <laughs> I'm good, brother. I'm very good. Uh, yeah, it's been um, we're a little bit late tonight, generally, but uh, no, all good. It's been a busy, fun, interesting, busy week. 
Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm really looking forward to our interview tonight. I'm excited about that. Uh, so yeah, I'm all good. How are you? Uh, pretty good, man. It's been a pretty uh, cool week. I mean, it went by pretty quickly. So um, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a good week in general. So yeah, things are, uh, I got a few things on the way from Bandcamp and some possible orders as well. I'm not having to put them in yet, but kind of thinking about it, you know, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I kind of have an addiction to the Bandcamp, uh, merch and, and uh, music, right? So. You do have a little bit of an addiction going on. I think it's a good addiction to have it. Oh, yeah, I know. It could yeah, be worse, right? But, yeah. <laughs> whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if, you know, they're all worth well, yeah. their Well, I, I guess, I guess they, they kind of go somewhat hand in hand in rock and roll, but, like, music to heroin, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying it's better to be addicted to music than other things like heroin, that's all. Fair just, enough. Don't, I'm just saying, you know, don't do it. Don't do drugs. <laughs> So let's get let's get to back back to earth here with our with our show. So uh, introducing our, our our musical guest here, welcome Glassics. Hi, uh. <laughs> hello. Yeah, uh, how's that for a build up to the interview, eh? <laughs> Very good. How are you then? Are you well? I'm great. Thank you so much. How are you? <laughs> Oh, awesome! And your your album, your album, by the way, when you sent to to, to us, like I listened to it right away. I was like, oh, this is amazing! I absolutely love it. And oh, thank you so much. And when we were tweeting the other day, like I I'm not nowhere will I. You have the most angelic voice I've heard in a very very long time, and it just it floors me every time I listen to your songs. I kind of sit back and it's kind of it's it's uh, uh, really cool to kind of take it all in, especially when I've got when well, I have, have AirPods. I mean, like I had noise cancelling headphones too as well but when I get a chance to kind of just kind of mellow out and complete kind of zone in and it's it's, it's amazing I really really enjoyed every single song that's why it's kind of been hard to play uh, not hard to play but hard to think which song I want to play next and uh, what song I play during the interview as well oh, it's so kind of you thank you so much like literally I can cry <laughs> 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 well, we first sent a shipwreck. I was like, when I sent to Mike, I was like, I told Mike because I, you know, I got the list together and I sent to Mike. I said, okay, well, no, uh, obviously they're all good songs, but the highlights are like, no, kind of these are these are my top three things to really pay a little bit more attention to, and uh, shipwreck was one was one of them, and we, just wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent the first one. Yeah, it was shipwreck, and thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's incredible, really. Is you know, we're always slightly in awe of people that you know send us music. There's so much good music out there, but the reaction from both of us was just like, "Wow, what's this? <laughs> this, is, this is absolutely brilliant." Um, I'm kind of curious, like, how how did you? When did you start? Like, you, you actually, I was looking at your bio. You've released quite a lot of stuff. So, when, when did this? When did this craziness all start? How did it come about? <laughs> Ah, that's actually a great question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I studied my bachelor's degree in computer engineering, actually. Um, but I was always into music and sound. Um, then I've done my master's degree in music and sound technology, audio engineering, at University of Hertfordshire. Um, after that, I basically started producing my own music under the name Glass Excess. And... Then I've got my own sound studio back in Istanbul, um, and basically I produced and mixed lots of music there. Um, two albums, actually, yeah, I produced and mixed. Oh, really? <laughs> then, nice. I, yeah, then I moved back to the UK back in 2017 again, 
And yeah, here I am, just released my latest double album called Princess Anxiety. <laughs> Which is awesome, by the way. Like, absolutely incredible. I <laughs> love it. And that, it's not just your guess, like, I'm dead serious, man. I've listened to that quite a few times. Like, as soon as I was able to download it from my phone, like, right away, so I had it, so I can listen to it without having to hit play after each song because Dropbox doesn't continue to play songs, you know? But making yeah. I, I, I think I think one of our, our questions would be was like how what's your creation process like do you already have an idea in mind you kind of just wait for something to kind of hit you um, and then you kind of go with it um, honestly I don't know like producing music is yeah really almost an unconscious process for me it's just like coming like that I, I'm sure I got influences from a little bit of everything um, I know that I usually start playing some stuff with some keys sense and like start adding elements like one by one, like layering the beat and working on the arrangement. And I try some vocals, um, either, you know, like with pre-written lyrics or combination of lyrics or write like some new stuff. Um, it's funny when I explain like the process like this is really, um, it's kind of an out of, um, conscious process for right. me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like afterwards that I was in the zone most of the times, and the rest of the process kind of really boring for me. <laughs> you know, uh, not the mixing part, obviously, because it's my job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's lots of working on the production, like revisions, hundreds of versions. That's the boring part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I start writing, I get bored, I drift off, and fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's, I, it's, everybody has their own um, creative process, and you know, it's always interesting for us to, to find out how it goes. And it's funny that you say that, just because I, I, that actually, this is, I know this is kind of uh, out of the blue, but remind me of like an old like Woody Allen comedy um, vinyl, vinyl, aha, uh -huh, came out probably let's say eighty nine ninety. And he said he said he got kidnapped, and he said <clears throat> they let the the the, the, the kidnappers left the ransom note. And he said his father had really bad reading habits, so he got into bed, read half the note, got drowsy, and fell asleep. <laughs> so, so, so that's awesome. So so that's kind of what that uh, kind of sparked my memory for that. But um, <clears throat> what we've always been just uh, thinking to uh, as as far as like besides your creation process, like. When you're, when you're producing it, uh, again, do you have a specific kind of set thing in mind or do you just kind of, kind of piece it together as you go? I mean, um, I guess sometimes I have some like lyrics in mind. Uh, but the musical part usually comes like that. Like I just like, you know, um, sit in front of my digital audio workstation right. <laughs> with my like um, keyboards and stuff and like, try some stuff I, I think that's yeah that's basically uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm curious so your uh, I was reading your um, uh, bio or EPK or something and um, I made this note that you, you put you take inspiration from ocean seas uh, winter beaches uh, and then it says she sails away in ships and waltzes in abandoned parks at night I thought that was such a beautiful description of, <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that you're influenced by. Um, but also, uh, it struck me, and, and we played songs in 
Turkish and English, and it hadn't occurred to me that this is a double album where you've got uh, songs in both um, deliveries. So I love that idea. It was it, you know, obviously being bilingual, it gives you that incredible ability to to be able to do that. But um, I'm curious, you know, when did you think? Oh, actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it in, in both languages. Like, what was that? <laughs> Such a brilliant yeah. idea. <laughs> I basically released my first album. It was called Planet, uh, Planet Reverse in English. And then the second one came up in Turkish. It was called uh, Mavitoz Ormanda. It's like blue dust forest, I can okay. say. And when I started working on this one, I just thought, why not? You know, like I can do it both. <laughs> I actually really honestly don't suggest it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know, like stress this enough. It was really, really challenging and it needed significant amount of time. Like, I think you need 10 producers, you know, 20 songwriters, like the mainstream artists or something if you're going to go, you know, crazy like this and do something like that. I mean, at the end, you know, like I'm really happy now as it's finished. Because it was really crazy, you know, considering that I'm doing all the production, all the lyrics, uh, and it's not just one album. I'm like, I actually produced this in English first and then adapted in Turkish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) And all the production, like mixes, all the revisions and everything. It was all me and it was really, like I started this, I guess it was at the beginning of pandemic. Right. What okay. happened? Like it was COVID nineteen, right? It's right. two thousand twelve. Um, what what year? <laughs> twenty twenty. Well, yeah, I think it was discovered at the end of two thousand nineteen, and it hit the world in about March twenty twenty. Yeah, didn't it? Something yeah. Like that. Yeah, almost three years. I think I I've, I've been living in this um, album's universe. It's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest bit? I mean, apart from doing it all yourself, which does sound really difficult what, what was was it difficult to to sort of move things into the second language into turkish um that's the hardest bit about it really the most challenging part was i guess adapting them to turkish because like you know it's not an exact translation right yeah um and it, it shouldn't be as well like i i was like crazy i was thinking so what's gonna be now and Uh, The time has passed as well, you know, like I recorded the vocals for the English versions, just, uh, I think, like the beginning of the pandemic. And the Turkish ones actually, like, you know, um, I don't know, it was very near towards the release of the album date. Okay. So it's kind of, the vibes are actually different as well. (laughs) Yeah, I have like, you know, back vocals, they're, they're different. Um, and it turns out kind of like the both album actually they're um, not in the same universe (laughs) they're kind of in two uh, parallel universes Um, yeah yeah. yeah, it's it's like um, they're sharing the same production and the same story in a way but they're not 100% the same Um, so yeah I think the most challenging part was adapting them to Turkish um I'm thinking, what else? I don't know. It was all very 
<laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's cool that you did though, because I, I we we, we can't imagine the, the the stress to do that. And uh, there actually is a Canadian band, a punk punk rock band called Grim Skunk. Their their first EP, they did like three different languages, actually four. So they did English because uh, wow. from, from 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 Montreal, so English and French, the so English and French, and then they did uh, German, and they did uh, what was the other one? Um, they did one more language, but it was actually, and but it was bang on the pronunciation. Everything was right, right down to a T. So it was pretty cool. Wow, I mean, German's German's one of those languages where I think there's sort of, I think it's about three times as many characters as English, like in an average you know, bit of text. Like the, the words are longer, and therefore Fun fact. there's more syllables and all the rest of it. So it must be very, very yeah, exactly. It must be really hard well, to go. Well, fun... I've written these lyrics, and now I need to find a way to fit them all into this in a different uh, language. It must be. <laughs> well, fun fact: both, both my dad and my sister uh, know German. My my sister took German in school, and I'm not sure if she can be fluent, but she knows quite a bit. And my dad, when he was working, the main company uh, was in Germany, right? So he was learning uh, German on the seas in his car, but he did pretty well, right? So Yeah, nice. So uh, I, myself, yeah, not so much. I can barely speak English. Yeah, uh, myself, not so much. I mean, I know a couple of words <laughs> here and there, and partially growing up, my buddy Paul, um, and both his parents were German, born in Canada, but both German, right? But so his grandparents, his Oma and his Ota were German. And it was always funny because his, his Oma would always get so mad at him, so we'd be over his house, and I like like loud high pitched voice, oh, here's Paul, and then <laughs> then the argument started. Then, then the argument started, right? So we picked up words here and there, and he kind of told us. And obviously, you you learn more of the dirty words when you're that young, because you're like 14, 15 years old, right? So, but, yeah, right. <laughs> um, either, but either way, no other words that we use uh, in the English language that are actually German words, like schlep. You know, you carry something around, you schlep it around, like it's German, right? So. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know it's a little uh, bit of a sidetrack, but I it had something to do with what we were talking about. I figured so. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, that was a good sidetrack. <laughs> I, I enjoyed finding that, that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you find when you were recording the Turkish version, did it make you miss Turkey? Did you want to go back? Um. I mean. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Right. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't say no. It's just I wasn't sure. Oh sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a doctor. <laughs> that was a doctor response. Oh sure. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to offend anyone. But <laughs> 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 it was a tough one to answer. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We won't dwell on that. <laughs> really, I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, the other question I was going to ask you is you use a ukulele uh, oh yeah <laughs> and you use it brilliantly it sounds really really good do, do you play that does someone else play that what what kind of brought that uh, into it that's awesome to hear that thank you so much I actually um, my music is always like related to all the synths and lay- layering more synths and like going crazy with synths and everything yeah. But with this album, actually, I literally started playing ukulele um, at the beginning of the pandemic. I just like bought myself, Um, yeah, anyone, and I just like started playing it. And Shipwreck was actually the first one. Oh, Um, really? Nice. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually the first song I recorded for the album, and it's the first song I played ukulele, yeah. And 
Um, it's it's great that you actually mentioned. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy right now because I I'm always you know like um, kind of not confident <laughs> playing ukulele because it's not my main instrument, um, and I'm not a very acoustical um, version um, musician. <laughs> so yeah, but like this album gave me this whole new perspective about this, you know, like acoustical approach as well. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, and that, I mean that's what I mean because there's the, I mean it sounds fantastic, but also I love because your music is very, you know, it's electronic in the main. It's you know lots of synths and dark noises and <laughs> all <this> kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> as Bainsey said, you got this kind of angelic voice that adds a little bit of light to the whole thing. The whole thing works really well. But I thought the ukulele was a brilliant touch because I just wasn't expecting it really. I think that's part of the reason you sort of go, oh, that's interesting because it's it's unique and it blends. Like you say, it blends the sort of acoustic world with the electronic world, which I really like. I think it's really nicely done. I'm, I'm really happy now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting playing it too. Well, oh, brilliant. I oh, will keep that up. You know what? <laughs> Why don't we use it as a segue to, be, uh, to play one of her new songs, one we have not played on Animus yet. This is off her new album. This one is by Glassics. Glass XS. <laughs> there we go. And the song is called The Moon Project. Take this. See? 
That's such a creepy, crazy fish. Galaxy found, galaxy destroyed. It's like, whoa. <laughs> and, you know, and, I mean, I, this is such a great tune. I absolutely love it. And it just, just the, the, the finish was just kind of somewhat unexpected as well. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, your, your voice uh, in this one uh, in particular really calm me because I went through the album again. And I was saying to myself, am I going to play something we played before or am I going to play something new? So I went through the album one more time. I was like, this one. This one is definitely the one for tonight. And I just love the whole production of it. It just is it's so it's, it's so cosmic, <laughs> really. And uh, just as the fish up, you know, it, it just it literally sounds like it should. Like it sounds like you're going on a, on a, on a two-way radio, you know? like And... It, or you know just something like from like Spaceballs you know like uh, 10 9 8 6 6 what happened to 7 just kidding you know but <laughs> but just, just the, the whole the whole like a direct voice almost like a Siri voice you know and, yeah now playing this from Apple Music or now playing well right so but um, yeah very cool like really really into the song and plus it just probably one of the most tripped out songs on, on the album altogether in a while so another reason why I picked it so Thank you so much. It's so kind of you. <laughs> it is. Um, it is fascinating. Like you know, listening to it again, and you, what I like about your music is every time I hear a track for the second, third, fourth time, whatever, I hear something else in it. And if, you know, like Bones, we've both listened to this album lots, but um, <clears throat> you know, this time I was really. Um, I could hear there was bits where your vocal goes from left to right, just in the headphones. And you kind of it, it sort of dances with itself slightly. Uh, it's got a little bit of reverb. I just it's such a beautiful little touch. It just works so brilliantly. And that track is so just like trips out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just so uh, it's kind of, you know it's got all the swirliness and um, you know it's just it's really well done. I talked earlier about you know there's a there's sort of sometimes there's a sort of darkness in the synths and it's brightened up by the vocal but actually yeah. this one isn't this one isn't even that dark it's more <laughs> it's more just like crazy and i love it um it feels <laughs> it's almost like disconnected from reality it's, it's really cool um i'm dying to know what it's about what, what, what's what's your interpretation obviously anyone can interpret it however they want i guess but what's your interpretation of that song what, what made you think this is what this is yeah, I mean, like, um, as the album, you know, um, it's kind of taking place in this, like, washed autumn, kind of winter, kind of seashore. Like, you can imagine some ghost ships and all sorts of mystic things in it. But, like, when you move forward um, towards, like, Moon Project, um, there'll actually be some hints of, um, there's actually two parallel universes. Um, both albums take place, as I mentioned before, I guess, like, some questions like, you know, which one is real or is it all a dream <laughs> kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah, it's just like this song is kind of the transition um, for both albums, like for both Turkish one and the in- English one. Um, it just like, you know, gives you some tips that, as you said, like it's kind of the things getting kind of crazy, out of control what's going on with the simulation <laughs> <laughs> yeah. questions yeah 
it's really hard to describe songs. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. It's a great description, though. It's, it's, it's wonderful because it is, you are sort of transported into this whole other world in this. Um, <laughs> and I love the idea that that, that could you know, just not be real or you don't know what reality is and, yeah. uh, you know... Yeah, it just ha- adds a whole layer to the listening experience, which is which is absolutely superb, and it really it really works, and especially with the dual language, because then then you really don't know which one's real, do you? If you take it to I its, know, right? Even I don't conclusion. know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you know which one's real? <laughs> yeah, I think both they're not real. <laughs> with with uh, both you connecting that, connecting that cosmic side. There actually was a, a, a South Park where Kyle was tripping out. Is it gonna? Am I real? And they're playing the premise on the press in the back, right? So it just really like <laughs> more more tripped out than ever because right? it just it's it's, it's just like a high kind of bass riff, but there's like not much to it. <laughs> I think like um, yeah, you know, like my musical inspirations, like apart from all those. Um, um, bands and musicians and stuff like it's all about nature and the space and the oceans and like right. physics robots horror stories fairy tales <laughs> yeah that's why i guess i just like lost <laughs> my mind <laughs> at some point <laughs> well, I suppose the thing is right when you write and record and produce something yourself you really you get all into it don't you so it's like when you know, actors yeah. kind of play a character for a long time and they kind of struggle to get out of character sometimes. It's kind of, you do get lost in it when I think when you're doing it, especially if you're doing so much and on your own. Definitely, <laughs> um, yeah, especially if it's like two albums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. You've taken on a lot there. You've done a great job. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've never been on, on this podcast before. Um, obviously, so it's a pleasure to have you on. Um Thank but you so for, for our listeners to get to know you, would you like to play a game? Oh, of course. <laughs> so the game is, I have in front of me a website, which is a random question generator. Oh, and basically, in a minute, I'm going to keep clicking. And when you tell me to stop, I'll stop. And I'll ask you whatever questions on the screen. And we'll do maybe three questions or something like that. <laughs> oh, Does that sound all right? Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm sure I'm not going to find... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna talk crazy. I'm sure. <laughs> I think the questions are quite random. To be honest with you, so it, it, it's good for crazy. Uh, okay, right. I'm clicking now. So you tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Oh, that's quite a good question. All right. So it says, if you lost all of your possessions but one, what would you want it to be? Oh, <laughs> it's um, my significant other. <laughs> <laughs> Is your significant other a possession? That feels like a, oh, no. a dark path there. It sounds so bad now. Oh, is, 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 he, is he sitting really close to you? Is he listening to the podcast? Like, right. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, they've left. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> That's it, I'm out. Yeah, you don't own me. <laughs> Oh, good, yeah. good answer. All right, well let's, uh, let's let's leave that one there. We'll leave that one lingering. Okay, I'm clicking again. Let me know. He's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. That's awesome. No, hello. I heard him laughing. Hey, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, let me know when so to stop. Let me know when yeah. to stop. <laughs> okay, stop. Yeah. Uh, okay. What was your best birthday? Ah, uh, 
my best birthday. Oh, these questions are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's random. Ah, uh, uh, you know, like I, I really like uh, answering questions, like as a politician. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to hurt people. <laughs> All of my birthdays, they were they were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to count that one. We're going to do two more. Okay, right. You tell me to stop again. Stop. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, this is a good question. Who are some of your heroes? Oh. Um, Apart from obviously Doctor Bones and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was—I I actually had to think twice, you know, after this position. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound wrong again. I can't afford it. All right. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> um, who are some of your heroes? Oh, heroes! Yeah. Right. So, um, if I'm gonna talk musically, yeah, uh, one of them is Tom York. Nice. Oh, wow, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Like, I basically, I, I've been listening Radiohead and like Tom York stuff. Um, I don't know how long. You know what? It's, um, it's yeah, awesome. one of my inspirations. Awesome you mentioned that because I was listening to uh, um, Amnesiac, like the album the other day. Yeah. And still, one of, one of my favorite songs is Dollars and Cents. And when I saw it live, it was even better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely uh, one of my musical heroes. That's why I wouldn't uh, want to meet him. Don't spoil it. What else? Um, so I'm going to go cliche and say my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, thank God. And, uh... <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah, everyone and everything, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very diplomatic. I see what you mean about politicians. Yeah, of course. One more <laughs> random fact about Tom York, and Mike, I know you told you this one before you heard this one, is cool. um, years ago when, um, uh, what was it, was it was, uh, Pablo Honey, when Pablo Honey came out, mm -hmm. they were on, they were playing like MTV, like summer vacation or spring vacation, whatever, so... They're playing the beach house, they're playing by the pool, and they're playing the song Just. And if it hadn't been for the quick thinking of the audio text or anything else and cut the power, Tom York could have been electrocuted. Because he was, he, was, he was that wasted that he was by the pool and he started to fall in, and they cut the power like right away. So, oh, wow. So, because of the quick thinking of, of all the text, like he survived. Like he, he could have been electrocuted easily because he went down with the mic and was like tripping into the pool. Jesus. Oh, that's horrible! Oh my one god! Only, I don't know. One only time anything like that to him ever happened, and obviously, like, he kind of kind of learned his lesson, right? So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, so, well, but there you go. Like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Radiohead fan, so I know a lot of random facts. But that one, I saw, like, I, I'm sure I saw it on TV, so it wasn't it was something they kind of just like looked up. But, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right, let's do another, let's do another random question. Tell me when to stop. Oh. <laughs> stop. Please stop. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. What story does your family always tell about you? Oh. Mm. Uh, they, they, they basically make fun of me all the time, so I need to... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, they keep... 
It's not a story though. Like I, I'm very, uh, I can't decide anything basically. So <laughs> they always make fun of me about that. But it's not a story. I'm thinking, what's the story? <clears throat> I think like one was uh, when I was in um, in elementary school. I got this award for my ridiculous pain thing, <laughs> and. <laughs> But I was so bored because it was so formal and everything. It took so long, like all the awards ceremony. It wasn't for kids. <laughs> and I was like so bored. I even like have a photo. Um, <laughs> very, like I'm bored. I want to go home. I hate chocolate cake and stuff kind of face. And that place, yeah, they, they always talk about that, I guess. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Do they put out the picture and show everyone? Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> My brother's favorite story about me is when we went on Space Mountain, like when we were kids. Right. Because, you know, like I was so excited for Space Mountain, then it was like a lot more intense than I thought it was going to be, so I was pretty upset at the end. So, yeah, my, my brother my brother loves telling that story like over and over and over again. So. Oh, little Bainsy. Yeah, and, and my mom used to talk, used to, used to say like about how I kind of talked like in the language. It's like, well, like well, don't do don't do this, don't do that. So, okay, so try shorten up, and then either like I'm damned by you, damned by don't. Like either I didn't give you information or not, or I gave too much information. It's like okay, well, what do you want here? But my mom would, would always say, you know, it goes, she goes, a lot of people will listen to you, but I will. What about you, Mike? <laughs> um, what's the story my family always tell about me? Um, I don't know. You see, my family's Irish, so all of the stories they tell about me are very embarrassing because <laughs> that's what Irish people do. <laughs> they tell very embarrassing oh, stories. Um, so no, I can't remember. I'd have to. I'd have to. Uh, have to tell you off air, probably. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's difficult. <laughs> you know what? My my dad actually sent me an email the other day. Um, probably like last week before. Uh, and it's, it's one of his favorite pics, and it's a picture of my brother and I when we were like, say, like five and seven, and we're leaning on our shovels because we were shoveling the driveway, or at least trying to, because we got these tiny little shovels, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent that over, and I, I, I know he did post it on on my DRC Bones Instagram because I got two, because I got the the NMS one and Surrey one. So, but um, I can post that again. It's it's pretty funny. It's like I don't remember that driveway because we were in a duplex, and then. When my mom got pregnant with my sister, that's when we moved to an actual house. Right, right. So, and since we were young, we used to play hockey on the driveway. We had a net like in front of the, in front of the garage door, right? And our neighbor, and I, I, I kid you not, his name was Mitchell Devlin. Right. And he always gave us crap. I remember one time my dad getting into it with him just because like he's like, oh, that ball, he's like, hey, my, my, uh, my garage door's going to dent it. It's like, they're five and seven. They're not going to dent your garage door. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'll so, tell you a story my mom always tells. And I don't know why she insists on telling people this. But um, my mom always tells a story where uh, we were going on holiday uh, and it was going to be the first time that me and my brother had ever been on an aeroplane. Right. And so, and it was, I can't remember where we were going, it was quite a long flight. So what my parents did is they booked like a weekend to Edinburgh so that we would have like a short flight first, because we lived in the Midlands at the time, so it's like probably less than an hour to get to Edinburgh on a plane, um, so that we'd be all right with the plane, which is quite a nice thing to do. 
Um, so we had this weekend in Edinburgh, but basically we they sort of said to us, um, oh, we're, we're going away for the weekend. And we were like, where? And me and my brother. And they said, oh, it's a surprise. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so we got in the car and drove to the airport. And then we turned up at the airport and they said, oh, the surprise is we're going to Scotland. And we're like, oh, cool. And they said, are we going to get on a plane? And apparently I burst into tears and went, oh, I don't want to get on a plane. And then my brother, who's three and a half years younger than me, he started crying because I was crying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so apparently they, like, dragged us both into the airport, both in tears. Going, it's okay, it's only a plane. I was like, oh, what, what if it falls out the sky? But, <laughs> but that's the story that my mum always tells. Um, so I don't know what that says about what my mum thinks about me. I don't know. One story I can tell. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say one story I can tell is when we were younger, um, my dad used to work for an airline, right? So we used to get uh, um, standby passes, right? And a couple times now we got on to a different seats, whatever, right? And this one time I get seated next to this, uh, uh, this passenger at the back of the plane, and they spill their wine on me, and like, like oh, I'm so sorry. And they get spilled on the plane at the time, so they're, they're actually ash, falling on my lap. She's like, oh, are you, are you serious now? Like, trying to wait until I was like, I was like, mom, like, you know. <laughs> and, and she's like, a couple rows up. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but, so there you go. Um, yeah, so uh, might you have one more question from the roundness, or well, is that it? Yeah, so I was going to give you the, the choice, right? So you can either answer the next question yourself, or you can deflect it and make Dr. Bain's answer. Okay? Oh, nice. Um, so, so Everyone knows what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, tell me when to stop. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Okay, right. So, <laughs> okay. Um, so I have stopped. So now, shall I tell you the question first? No, I tell you what. You've got the choice before I read the question. So, do you want to answer it, or do you want me to give it to Doctor Bones? Doctor Bones. Doctor Bones. All right, Doctor Bones. <laughs> okay. Right. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Wow, that's a good question. Wow. <laughs> uh. There is uh, a better one that came up that I'll tell you in a minute, right? Which which I didn't uh, didn't stop in time, and I just saw it on the screen, and then it disappeared because I. I uh, I'd, say, I'd say aim high and give zero fucks of what people think. The question that it nearly stopped on but didn't, which I thought was better, was if you had to change your name, what would you change it to? <laughs> which I think is a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like Max Hour or something. My, actually, my um, bank name, username is Flaming Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah, when, when I was setting up the account, I just like asked if it's going to be my full legal name, and they said, no, you can do anything. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this then. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I, no, it's funny, it's funny you mention that because uh, at my primary job, um, uh, our regional manager is not very well liked, so one of my buddies at work uh, has put some choice names for his password for some of the stuff he had to do at work on computers. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't really see them on air because they're a little bit too graphic. But and I know I don't I don't want to uh, mention his name specifically, but they're, they are pretty funny. But it's like, okay, like and a couple times people are like, well, have you changed your Like, oh yeah, what you did this tonight? Had to this, had to this. Like, oh my god, like wow. <laughs> 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 That's outstanding. I love it. So, yeah. Uh, well, they, 
There you go. That was the end of the random question generator. I feel like we've got to know you a bit better uh, through the <laughs> process. Uh, learned a lot, especially about your uh, politician answers. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also, about your, also about your favourite possession. He didn't seem very happy about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we, we yeah. won't mention him again so uh, a shout to Glass XX better half she loves you very much <laughs> you don't know that <laughs> <laughs> and we heard you laughing in the background so you're nailed <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh very good um, what would you like people to uh, to know like if you know say that there's people to even in, they've never heard your music until obviously earlier when we played a track, um, and they're just thinking, "Wow, this person's pretty cool." What, what's, what should they know about you? Like, what, where would you tell them to go and find out about you, um, or what would you want them to find out about you? Um, I mean, I always say this: I mix robots with nature. <laughs> <laughs> I <love that. laughs> Perhaps I would say it, and people just like you know, <laughs> go away. <laughs> Hey, this person is crazy. I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone's gonna have me about that because it's gonna be bad for the environment. Surely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would say if I'm gonna, you know, like describe my music, like genre based, I would say like indie, indie pop, um, synth pop alternative and it talks like some fairy tales horror stories and anything if i was gonna you know describe my music and i would say go listen <laughs> yeah stop uh, asking about it and go listen to it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can find me everywhere basically it's glass access everywhere except for um twitter it's glass in the park yes right. that's right which we love yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually coming from this Alex Turner song, uh, Cold Glass in the Park, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that where that's from? Cool, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. nice. very good. Very right good. on. Well, uh, unfortunately, we are out of time, so we want to thank you so, so much for coming to the show. We really had a great time. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You're awesome. I really love you both. Love the podcast. Like, you're just like, your positive energy is incredible. Podcast oh, like you. your like you know all the artists you're sharing I love them thank you so much <laughs> oh thank you no it's our pleasure and we, you know we genuinely love the music that's why we do it and uh, and that's why we asked you to come on as well because we think you're fantastic absolutely fantastic oh. <laughs> um, we're both slightly in awe of how on earth you do what you do because it just sounds magical and uh, I think you used the word fairy tale earlier I think that's probably about right it's definitely mm-hmm. got a fairy tale quality to um which is awesome. But yeah, no, thank you. It's, it's wonderful to speak to you. Um, I hope you come back again another day. I hope so. Thank you so much. No problem. You have a great night. You too. <laughs> See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to call my clave right back because it works properly. Mike 5. So that was a lot of fun. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was even funny when he, when when we heard her, her her boyfriend laughing in the background. I was like, nice. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh yeah, yeah. We heard him. We heard him chuckle. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Oh, she's absolutely brilliant. I mean, what a what a fantastic artist. They like, just, you know, the voice, the production, everything. 
absolutely superb, totally out of this world. And I thought, yeah, I thought she was absolutely brilliant. Well, She's and just very fact, humble as well for yeah. someone that's done so much. Uh, I thought, she, yeah, but absolutely stunning. Well, um, and even position. when she mentioned uh, about the fairy tale, that sort of thing, it's like, no, it only only she could do a good job of putting a kind of creepy spin on it, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's uh, just one of those things. Like I love her stuff, and I just like. I, I kind of want to hear a kind of a creepy spin, you know, besides the, obviously the Grim Tales, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, man, well, that was a great interview. We had a lot of fun. I said, um, we have nothing next week yet. Possibly we might, but the 26th, we're both taking off. You're off. I'm going to go see Big Philosophy that night. Well, it's, nice, like, yeah. it's like, it's like four to seven. So, uh, I'll be done at 7 p.m. So, I could possibly do an NMS, um, because I think Text Back Shaman and or, um, um, What's it called? Uh, uh, Restless Mosaic. Thank you. Restless Mosaic will be fine because he's three hours behind, so it'll be 4 p.m. for him. And, mm. and for uh, Tex Max, it'll be an hour behind. It'll be like 6, six o'clock. So. Okay. Yeah, could oh. be on. So but, it's, yeah, it's possible. We'll see. Is it ever break as well? <laughs> well, well? We'll see, yeah. I mean, because I mean, it's, it's not far, so I'm going to drive down and drive back, especially early afternoon, right? So. Yeah, fair enough. And this time it's going to be because last time I went down to to the to the where they're playing, there was a parade, and I just got out of it. I was able to use like an alleyway to turn around and get the hell out of there. <laughs> right. So there will be a parade this time. So it'll be in and out pretty easily. So fair enough. Fair enough. All yeah, right. Okay, man. So we're gonna kick things off uh, after the interview because it's like I said, it's pretty heavy. So the next band up is a band called Dark Capricorn. They're actually from Canton, Michigan. So a couple hours. Uh, uh, believe west of uh, where I used to live in uh, southeastern Michigan so anyways these guys are super cool it's all called God Save Ukraine dig this
so still. Right on. That was Dark Capricorn with God Save Ukraine. Um, that was a really cool song. It's, um, oh, it had heaviness, uh, kind of like a blues, kind of a rock uh, feel to it. As well, it's a bit of a tripped out vibe to it as well, but also you had a point and a goal to the song. So there you have it. And uh, we'll agree as well. So um, <laughs> that was Dark Capricorn and God Save Ukraine. Yeah, that was cool, man. It, it, it had, bits of it were thrashy, uh, a bit like Anthrax, and bits of it were kind nice. of bluesy, um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, like you say, more importantly, obviously, it's it's a you know, message of support for Ukraine, which, which I think we all, uh, all feel we wish we could do more at the moment and do something. So I'm pleased that they've done something. I don't know if money from that song goes towards um, anything or whatever, but um, yeah, even just you know vocalizing uh, some of what's going on is important so um yeah really really good song um, i enjoyed that it's a good uh, a good way to start part one as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> the right music eh? part, part one yeah yeah uh, get straight in there so yeah very cool oh man next up we're gonna keep it going heavy next up is a brand new song by less than hollow a song called war dig this And that was less than hollow and war and literally just coincidence of the way it flowed so that wasn't done intentionally as far as song titles go but a great song really dig this one and just like 
I, I love uh, the the alternative like grunge, but like almost like kind of heavy rock side too as well. And this, he's got such a great voice, and I just love the kind of. Um, well, I love the flow to it, plain and simple. <laughs> yeah, definitely, it's a fantastic song. I love. I love how much he sounds like Dexter Holland, frankly. Um, Good call, yeah. Uh, I don't remember picking up on that before, but there's a, there's a real offspring thing going on there, which was awesome. Um, yeah, that's a great tune. It's, it's, it, it has got, um, obviously it's it's slower, but it, it's got a punky edge still, uh, just in, in kind of the sound of it, which I think is really cool. Um, definitely got kind of quite an emotive chorus, uh, quite a sing-along kind of chorus there. But yeah, I, I, I'm the same as you. I really like the flow of that. I thought it was a really good song. Uh, really well done. Um, yeah, and they're obviously a great band. Really, uh. cool so. Right, man. Well, next up we have Brand Do Cynthia, and this one's called Voices in My Head. Dig this. <laughs> <laughs>
Right on Cynthia with voices in my head, man. What a badass heavy tune that was, eh? Between mm-hmm. Roger Hart's guitar work and 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 is it, is it Melanie or is it Melanie part of a um um eight dollars from? I can't remember. Well, no, Melanie's part of eight dollars from. I think. Okay, well, uh, my my apologies. Either way, I love her voice. It's so yeah. powerful, and at the very end, it has that. That kind of creepiness to it, you know, with the, the almost like almost old school recording, like on like on uh, like an old record player, like yeah, specifically maybe like yeah. a Victrola, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's Allison, Allison. Stuff. Allison, thank you. So, so Allison, your vocals are amazing. I absolutely love them. Yeah, absolutely superb. I mean that that track in particular is massive. It's like big and slow and kind of doomy and epic and it just has such a wonderful uh just old school metal quality to it it's got real um you know it's, it's got real depth and in terms of the way that the story unfolds i guess or the narrative it's not really a story but the way the narrative unfolds within the song i think it's fantastic um yeah, brilliantly done. Vocals, like you say, absolutely exceptional. Guitars are brilliant. Love the double bass pedal. I think the bass player is amazing as well. Uh, yeah, just that whole that whole combination of people is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Well, next up, we're gonna keep it going here with a band called Melt. The song's called Sweet. Dig this. <laughs>
Melt and Sweet. And man, this was a great tune. And I was telling Mike off air, I said, no, this kind of reminds me a little bit, actually, a little bit like early Marilyn Manson. Uh, I, I actually have them to Mechanical Animals, which is a little bit later, but I'm talking like a Jesus Christ Superstar, that sort of thing. And uh, it just had uh, a feel to it, like sound like Adam Bostock as well, one of our favorite musicians. His album's coming out very, very soon. And it uh, had that uh, feel to it uh, off of a. I remember the Vampire soundtrack. I always forget this, but it's the one with Aaliyah and uh, the song called "Why Won't You Die." And yes, it's, it's yeah, Chester, yeah. Chester Bennington from um, Lincoln Park. Um, rest in peace, brother. And Corn. Uh, uh, so, but a uh, great tune nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it's funny. I, I hadn't picked up on the Marilyn Manson vibe until you said it, and I was like, "Oh, you're absolutely right." It's, it, you know. Almost like it smells like children. Say what you want about him, man. He puts on an amazing show, and he's a great musician. So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, nice. Yeah, very good. I, I, I can never follow what's going on. Because there's always a couple about something. With me, but. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it, it, I love that tune. I think that's fantastic. It's got a, um, what I would call a dark grunge thing going on. Right. Um, you know, just kind of it, it feels it? super heavy. Grunge. Yeah, industrial kind of great. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, if it's it's super heavy. Some of the guitars sound like kind of early Soundgarden. Some of it goes right. blends a bit more, becomes a bit more metally. Um, it's also got a bit of an Alice in Chains, early Alice in Chains thing going on as well. Yeah, it's just thank, it's a, thank you so much for mentioning Soundgarden and Alice in Chains because two things right now. So Soundgarden today, I thought, you know what, I'm going to look it up and see if the, the song is on, on Apple Music because I have it free for six, six months, right? And uh, I, when I was, it was like, it wasn't even a single, it, was, it came up on like on like on a, on a, on a, a CD with like a single one that was like the B-side of it, right? So it wasn't re- really released like into the mainstream too much. And the song is called Cold Bitch. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check and see Apple Music have it. And they did. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. And it's, it's such a cool tune. And honestly, you, you know, it's comparable to uh, the song Loud Love of Loud and Love. But you think right. Chris Cornell can hype it, hit high pitches? Listen to this song. And it, it's so, it's such a great song, you know. And I just, it just, the guitar riffs are amazing and just sounds like like really kind of fits right to the T, you know, like late late eighties, early nineties kind of grunge and boom, like there it is. And like you know, yeah, Chris Cornell is like a powerful voice and Kim Dale's amazing guitar. You know, all oh, that's awesome. I heard that it's like oh like so cool. So I'm very happy with that. So Yeah, nice, nice. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's a brilliant tune. It just that that song is amazing. They're not on Twitter are they this man? Uh, no, they're not. I looked, but I couldn't find them, so... That's a shame. Uh, but yeah, very cool. Right. right on. So next up is a guy, uh, an artist, his name is Dan, I'd say, Bagelman? Yeah. And the song's called Trigger Happy. Take this.
Right on, Dan Beagleman with uh, Trigger Happy. What a great uh, instrumental, man. I love the guitars in that. And it went between like early 90s grunge alternative for sure, but then a little bit of like a kind of metal in there as well with some of the solos. But like, what a badass tune that was. That was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, that was very cool. Really cool instrumental. I love the organ, actually. I thought the organ was a really nice touch. Uh, it just had a, reminded me of the doors uh, in places, which is pretty cool and doesn't happen very often these days. Uh, so I love that. But like you say, the guitar riffs were just brilliant. Just the, you know, the, the way that they sort of you know climbed and rose and soared and everything was just absolutely brilliant. But um, yeah, I, I love that kind of you know, thin, heavy sound, uh, if you like, where it's kind of, um, yeah, it's not kind of fattened out, but it's still heavy, and you've got that kind of do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. It's just oh, really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I love that. Very, very good tune. Brilliant. Right on, man. Well, next up, we have Bran Newen by Alex Julia, and we will be having her on the show on April 9th. <clears throat> so cool. here is her brand new single called Cry Wolf. Take this. Go ahead and cry, wolf. Second, sorry, April second. But uh, this is a great tune, and uh, she uh, sent us a, a, a DM and said, oh, "This is a new song. Um, I'm gonna send it to you right away." He's like, "Okay, cool." And I said, "Well, 
you want to come back on the show because we have a great number of first times for sure so we set up so it should be on the show April 2nd and I can't wait to talk to her and catch up because I love her music and uh, she's from New Jersey so it's a, it's a Jersey thing right so <laughs> but uh, anyway it's, it's awesome I love her vocals and it just this kind of had, a, had a, a, some of a strong message to it as well right and yeah. uh, her vocal just matched it right to a T so this, this was awesome and I can't wait to talk to her on April 2nd yeah it's really cool it's it's a really catchy kind of um <clears throat> would you would you say that as a pop rock tune i don't know i'd say uh, it's close to it yeah it's rockier than poppier but <laughs> but, uh-huh. but it's very it's catchy it's cool it's brilliant her vocals are absolutely fantastic it's got a great chorus and just a great feel to the whole thing really good vibe uh yeah she's excellent i can't wait to speak to her again because she was very good fun as well so yeah brilliant cool team right on so we have just a couple more songs that I do t- uh, two for part one here so we have um, three more so next up is uh, uh, artist goes by the name of P dot uh, home H-U-L-M sounds called By Your Side do this dark, a light not so bright, there is something I will do to make it alright, I'll be there to help you see the light, don't give up the fight, call my name and I'll be by your side, take the pain away. Now the shine has gone Hurts me so to see you in such pain Count on me, don't be scared Of things that worry you when you are sad I will make you glad Make you glad I'm yours and you are mine Now and all the time Please believe me when I say I will never go away Wasn't it you that said you'd fight the demons in your head? i uh-huh. 
Right on, P Home with Buyer's Side. Now, that was a great tune. I love the lyrics, and also you did have a bit of a Beatles feel too as well. And I know what a big fan you are of them, just like I'm a big fan of uh, everything, uh, <laughs> post-Metallica Black album, but you know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it was a great tune. I love the storyline to it, and I just, I love the, the almost, almost like a little bit of, a little bit of sitar. I don't think it was, but just kind of had that, that feel to it. So, but what a great tune. Yeah, it's a really cool tune. Um, yeah, I suppose it does have a bit of a Beatles vibe to it, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, is a great. It's a great <laughs> I just, I just like saying that because then you know all the messages I get later. Um, but no, in all honesty, I really like that tune. It's, it's a very, very cool tune. It's got a great vibe to it. Um, yeah, there's um, there's a song it reminds me of. I can't remember what it was, but I, what it was called. But I had a um, like some, I must have been. I don't know if it's free with the magazine or something, but I had this random set of acoustic uh, albums that had a whole range of stuff from like Donovan to Neil Young to all sorts of people. Some, you know, some famous. There was a couple of not so famous or people that I didn't know. Um, but there's a, there was a tune on that that reminded me of this, but I can't remember what that was and I can't remember what that album was called. So it's a rubbish comparison. <laughs> um, <laughs> But nonetheless, it reminded me a bit of that, uh, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I really liked it. I liked all the guitar work and then just the little touches to the production. I thought it was really cool. Right, man. Well, we have two more Santia 2 here for part one. We'll take a quick break uh, before part two. So next up is uh, Godzilla Attacks Tokyo <laughs> with a song called I Don't Want to Wake Up Dead in America. Dig this.
Right on, the Godzilla attacked Tokyo with a song called I Don't Want to Wake Up Dead in America. A really good tune, uh, a very, very hard driven point. And, uh, but just, it was a great tune all together. I loved it. All the melodies to it. And it had that, <clears throat> that good kind of folk sound. And they're tweeting about it on Twitter and I said, yes, we received it with We will play it. And uh, we sure did. It was a great tune. Yeah, it's a brilliant tune. I actually know a little bit about this tune because um, <clears throat> I happened to see a conversation when, when they did it. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so this comes from um, another great band uh, and friends of friends of mine or friends of ours as well storm of crows okay um so they posted on twitter and they were talking about um like silly song titles that they'd written when they were in high school right um and one of them was and they'd just written the titles and never written the songs right one of them was i don't want to wake up dead in america um and so uh, this guy he's full band name is the Godzilla Attacks Tokyo Kamikaze Blues Band which I absolutely right. love and uh, um, he uh, he went that actually sounds like a great song title I'd love to write the song and they went yeah go for it and the song actually features Storm of Crows as well they got a nice. play on it which is really really cool um, so that's kind of where it spawned from and he wrote the song around the title which I think is a really interesting thing to do and I'm sure people do do that you know you come up with a catchy hook or whatever it becomes the title and you go oh I must write a song about it but I love the idea of writing a song around someone else's title that they wrote yeah. years before, um, which is brilliant. But yeah, um, so I really like that. It's uh, Matt from Storm of Crows. Um, is uh, it's it, the um, plays um, guitar and I think he sings a little bit on it as well. And I'm pretty sure um, uh, the Godzilla attacks Tokyo Kamikaze Blues Band is a guy called Mike, and I remember that because yeah. I'm called Mike. Um, so, but yeah, they're very very cool. Uh, very very cool combination uh, it's on Bandcamp as well uh, in fact I don't know if I bought that yet I must pick that up um, but yeah absolutely brilliant um, I love these guys I thought it was a really cool tune and like you say it's, it's it, you know it's got a lot of depth to it when, when you actually like you know, listen to the lyrics and um, I was just having to read for it on Bandcamp and you think oh this is really really fucking good but imagine doing that from a song title I think is a genius idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah very cool tune uh, lots of layers in the production as well which I really like yeah it's brilliant Right, man. We have one more song for part one tonight, and we'll take a quick, like, say, 15, 20 minute break of that. So, here we go with our last song for the night, and this is uh, brand new by the Kittners. This is a cover of Neil Young's song, Come the Time. Do this. Come the time. When you're drifting Comes a time when you settle down Comes a light Feelings lifted Lift that baby right up off the ground Oh This soul
Right on. That was the Kidners. They covered a Neil Young song called Comes a Time. And man, what a great cover. They did an amazing job of that one. That was awesome. I really love that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. That's, you know, I'm a massive Neil Young fan. It's one of my favorite no. Neil Young songs. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite Neil Young songs. And uh, when Kelly sent it to me, he actually sent me a version a couple of weeks ago, and I was just like, dude, this is absolutely amazing. And he was like, just hold off because I just want to get it mixed again. So he got it mixed by a guy called Mixed by Adam. He's really good. Um, and wow <laughs> like the results are fantastic so uh when i got this the other day i was like can i play on the podcast he's like yeah, yeah definitely uh, but i don't think it's been played anywhere else i'm not even convinced anyone else has heard it officially i don't think it's out anywhere or anything like that um but yeah it is an absolute stunner of a tune it really really is um amazing which yeah i just wow <laughs> absolutely love it um so they're also now i don't know if this is I think this is one of the tracks they're doing, but what they're doing is they're, they've made, I think, three songs, which are covers, um, and they're uh, raising money for a charity called Voices for Children, which is um, linked to Ukraine. It's, it's to do with um, kids that are raised during wartime, basically. Um, so they have said, if I know any bands who want to do a cover uh, to kind of add to that collection, um, then just uh, let them know. So if anyone's listening who's in a band, uh, fancies doing a, a cover, you know, I guess kind of in that sort of style, so it fits with the other tracks, uh, then please do, um, you can contact Kelly directly or contact me. Um, I hope he doesn't mind me shouting out to the whole world, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> um, I don't think he was saying handpick them necessarily. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it's just brilliant. But yeah, anyone that plays Neil Young is alright by me, but anyone that plays it that well is just fucking awesome. What a legend. Yeah. I love that man. Um, yeah, him, him and Kerry are fantastic. Uh, really, really cool. Well, so, well uh, that's it for part one, so we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes until then. Uh, Bones out, and uh, we'll let uh, Dr. Gear take us out. Do this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krigger out! Here in Scotland, we sell amazing products and services the whole world wants. At Emergency One of Cumnock, our electric fire engine technology will soon be helping save lives in Europe and North America. We're Isle of Harris Distillery and our Hebridean gin is now poured in over 20 countries. And at AAC Clyde Space in Glasgow, we send our satellite products to over 40 countries and into orbit. So whatever your business, big or small, start up or established, if you make it in Scotland, why not sell it to the world? To get free help from the UK government, search Let's Get Exporting.